Welcome to the Battle Buddies. Buddies. Yeah. The Battle Buddy number one is me, the Dungeon Master of the show. Buddy two is Steven. What? Go, take it away, Steven. Uh, that's, I guess I'm Buddy two. That's me. I'm Steven. Uh, I, yeah, we've, we've sort of reordered things. I play Bogal, and I'm sick today. Steven got that promotion. Oh, yeah. But to Buddy number two. It, it cost him his health, though. It did It did cost me one cold. <laughs> Uh, buddy number no, buddy number three is Richard. No, I want to be four. Okay, well, buddy number three is Jet. Uh, no, I'm buddy number seven. Buddy number four is Richard. All right. All right. We got to fill in the rest later. <laughs> All right, another great intro. <laughs> Damn it. A good normal intro out of us. <laughs> you fucking bastards. <laughs> The season finale. We can't even do it right this one time. Uh, we tried. This is oh, it's gonna end today. Is that what's happening? This is oh, spoiler alert. Your characters are gonna die today. Oh. I would have done a better intro. <laughs> yeah, I figured at least since this is the um, the the goodbye, the the farewell for your characters, that you guys could at least send them off in style. But nope. Got to make it awkward and weird again. Yeah, we could at least have a good intro to let let them know how much we care about our characters and our favorite memories with our characters. Yeah, this will be the yeah this will be the slideshow that they kind of squeeze in right before the finale. Remember when we killed Necro Dave? Man, he died pretty good. He's good. He got all of his butt gold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not all of it. If you guys find this corpse in the battlefield, you'll find more butt gold in there. Yeah, you didn't check, Steve. Book all my go check. Yeah, there's a lot of butts that have gone unchecked recently. Oh, I've been counting. I've just been so busy. <laughs> Sorry, Grenda. Um, <laughs> I know you've kind of been through the ringer, but I'm just going to do a quick look-see. There you go. 25 <laughs> gold. I'm <laughs> alive. You were technically a villain for a little while, so I am legally... Like, within my rights <laughs> to check your butt for within, gold. Yeah, I'm obligated to... to All this you. adventuring, we got very little gold out of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, what if Tutorian comes along again and we got nothing to nothing to trade, um, you know? Yeah, you can't stick your tongue in Tutorian's holes without enough gold. But anyway, where we left off last time, Don had just reached the bottom of that hole. Not Crag's <laughs> hole, not to be confused with Crag's <laughs> hole. A, a different hole. And he found there... The ruined, shriveled up corpse of what I'm we can only assume to be the body of chaos. Could you describe the hole? Yes, it's a it's a deep, dark hole that is kind of the ruined aftermath of where the great tree that connected the plains was exhumed. Uh, so it's just a lot of dirt and rocks and leftover roots, and this is where the ley lines link up, but the ley lines like all kind of converge. 
in four big, huge quadrants that are very clearly destroyed and fractured. So you, Crag, currently are standing on top of a root structure with the Tims and Richard's very good characters, the three powerful knights. (laughs) And beneath that, like one or two root structures down, is Richard, who is patiently waiting over Chaos's body until he can finish his turn. What happened to Dimbo? happened to Dimbo? Dimbo is on Greg. Oh, yeah. Dimbo is Dimbo is no longer Dimbo. It is Grimbo, the combination of Greg <laughs> and Dimbo. Okay. Um, I'm going to investigate this husk. Cool. And solve well, this whole thing. Well, it's it definitely it looks like kind of a dried out corpse right now. Yeah, I don't have to roll. Uh... <laughs> Well, I mean, this much you can at least oh, okay. just see right right now. If you want to investigate it further, yeah, you're gonna have to roll for that. But like immediately, it's it's a kind of a dried out corpse. It's kind of all like the same, like reddish hued, fleshy color, and it looks a little bit like Deadpool, unmasked. Mm. Um, like the but the whole body, but even more like disgusting and dried out at this point. So this isn't like a skeleton. This is fleshy yeah super gross and its chest cavity is exposed and uh you see the ley line going directly into it where where that the chest is open and it is pulsing weakly uh but it is black uh the whole visage seems to be clouded in like a murky black field and as you get closer to it you notice the color kind of leave whatever gets close to it uh, of yourself like you because you right now have a kind of a colorful aura around you which stands out in like the chaotic or the the corrupt world but as you get closer to the body like your color fades it, it erodes the color from you i stand a little bit back good call and re- like reach my saxophone over it as far as i can without me touching it mm-hmm. to try and inspect this body and <laughs> <laughs> okay you're gonna play some inspecting music i'm just gonna try and play some music into it and see if i can into this into the skeleton yeah we can save this everyone with the power of music <laughs> let's see how don how good don is with performance roles these days oh i'm very good does he still roll disadvantage nope what <laughs> oh my goodness this is this is a whole new don. oh my god character development right. 17 Plus nine. Damn. He feels the power of 26. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, but this is just like a fancy performance you're putting on down in this hole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. You swell full of bardic power. And yeah, nothing happens. Absolutely. You just hear from up up a couple root structures. You hear uh, Red Shirt Tim. What's going on down there? <laughs> What's that weird music? It's making me feel kind of funny. I knew becoming a bard was useless. <laughs> if you're, you're just playing fucking saxophone music, <laughs> like what do you want to happen? Were you doing a spell? Were you trying to save him with the power of your your smooth jazz? I thought he'd have a change of heart. <laughs> a change of heart. You yeah. Again, you see, he's not. He doesn't have a fucking heart. <laughs> but Crag feels something jostling in his pocket. Oh, a jostling. All right. I like slide down the hole. <laughs> like if there if there if there's a slope, I want to slide down it. 
If uh-huh. if there isn't a slope, I'll just walk casually. Uh, I believe you told Grimbo last episode to stay up top with the knights. Yeah. Because the knights are currently pinning the, the Tims down. Yep. So you slide down the hole and you find Richard there playing some soulful jazz by himself. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fireball me. Uh, <laughs> I take... So I grab the seed out of my pocket, seeing this guy's open chest, and I just kind of throw it in there. No, Craig, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> that won't work. We'll see how that works. We'll see how well, yeah, so you're trying to, like, shooty hoops it into the, <laughs> the chest hole? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, let's roll to see how well you do. This is an athletics check. Uh, yes. It doesn't get more athletic than that. That's true. Yeah, I got a 17. That's pretty good. Um, if this thing didn't have a thick coat of plot armor, that might work. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> But again, that sort of uh, that that hazy dark field around it, like that hazy dark corrupt field around it, kind of like deflects the seed as it gets close to the the it chest cavity. Slaps it away. All right, I feel like that's the end goal, Don. I think that's our that's our end goal. We just gotta dunk it in there. Let's. You see that seed I tossed? I think that's. Well, well now I want you to slam dunk it in there at the I, end. I uh, cast disguise self. Uh, on myself and now i have a jersey and shorts on <laughs> all right i'll take your lead on this one craig <laughs> all right i'm gonna go i gotta go pick up the seed like i'm gonna go grab the seed i changed the song to space jam <laughs> uh, gotta fly like an eagle <laughs> and both of you doing those actions in your turn um <laughs> Feel your power gauges fully fill. I can activate Space Jam. <laughs> it's the Space Jam. <laughs> How does my limit break work? We'll resolve that on your next turn. Okay. <laughs> but you feel super hard right now. Okay. With power. Um, and so that makes it Chaos's turn. And Chaos is currently being pinned down by uh, Bimsley. <laughs> you left the strongest of all the characters to watch chaos just the big bad being held down by a knight named Bensley. <laughs> yeah uh chaos crunches Bensley in half what oh. <laughs> well you know no i'm just kidding uh chaos like sucks Bensley back into the illusion using its ley line his ley line hmm that's fair. Um, but you you don't really you don't really see this or feel it. Um, you sense it though, because you have such you form such a strong bond <laughs> with these knights that you can tell. And you hear you hear a lot of rustling uh, above you where the knights were with Tim's the Tim's. And when you look up, you see redshirt Tim diving down towards you guys. Oh no! He like he like dives over you guys towards the corpse. Now that's a better entrance than Craig had. Yeah, and he's like, "Take this, Craig. This is how you. This is how you enter a scene." Uh, and he he grabs onto the ley line of chaos, and Richard Tin goes limp. This is how you do it. <laughs> you, you just fall unconscious at first sight. As soon as Richard Tim goes limp, you start to see like kind of the fluids. Mm. Wait, not okay. That's oh, a weird yeah. way to describe mm. it. Yeah. Let's get in on this. You see, you see Richard Tim's body kind of gets squeezed out like a sponge and the ley line connecting in the chaos grows and 
Chaos's dried out corpse starts to to fill with the power of Richard Tim. Fill with that fill with that Tim juice. That is <laughs> full of Tim juice, which is which is close in power to necro yep, juice. Pretty much the same thing. If you want to get swole, you gotta get some Tim juice. Yeah, so Craig, if you ever run out of necro juice to power your stuff, you can always just use Tim <laughs> just juice. Get the, get the nearest Tim and juice him. It won't be quite as good, but it'll pretty much still get the job done. Yeah. <laughs> so Tim's like rung out on the floor? <laughs> Is he super dead? Uh, It's hard to tell, because it's i mean you'd have to get close to tell for sure but he he doesn't look great <laughs> he's had some close calls he's he's people have survived juicing before yeah like, he's definitely unconscious yeah people have survived some pretty aggressive juicing <laughs> canonically <laughs> uh but you hear chaos say um i'd hope to to avoid killing anyone, but you left me no choice. Oh, really? That doesn't sound like something <laughs> Chaos would say. And if you've noticed, Chaos hasn't actively been trying to kill anyone this whole time. You guys have done a lot more murder than, he, than Chaos has. That's true. He has missed every attack. Just the idea of, of someone of someone <laughs> named Chaos trying to show its restraint is like, okay, well, <laughs> yeah, maybe you aren't so chaotic. Hey, man, if you want to write the main character in the battle here, <laughs> you know, be my guest. He's the main character. Kill him, Craig. Kill him, okay, Craig. that's cool. He's he's the protagonist here. You guys are the you guys are definitely the bad guys. <laughs> <Yeah>, we are. <laughs> but as soon as you see the life essence of Tim leave into like go into chaos, the ground starts to rumble and dirt in the hole starts to fall all around you guys, and the ground also starts to split. And chaos stands and it it's like his his form is kind of difficult to track. It's like his body is violently convulsing. But he, at the same time, it looks like he's kind of standing perfectly still. But it looks like his limbs seem to be in multiple places at once. Like they're lashing out in wild paroxysms. But you also get the feeling that he hasn't moved at all. Like after images? Yeah, kind of. And Chaos ends his turn by saying, I really hoped not to have to use this form. And he winces in pain after saying that. But you've left me no choice. For Zazzle's turn, what do you guys want him to do? Just like join you guys down there, or I think he needs to make chaos big. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and I think he needs to make himself small. I think he wants to sneak in there, make him smaller than the size of chaos's hole. Yeah, <laughs> or like the size of a basketball. What? <laughs> can he can he enlarge reduce himself to the size of a basketball? We want to dunk Zazzle. He has. He- he has enough a large reducing acumen that he can accurately <laughs> shrink himself down to roughly the size of a basketball. Okay. Even though he's never heard of basketball and has no clue what it is. Good. But you're in control of this character, so that's what can, that's what happens. Okay. He blows another high spell sl- slot level so he can do like a double and large reduce to make himself the size of a basketball. Good. He's like, don't worry, guys. I got this. I'm going to make myself really small. That'll help out in a big way. <laughs> and so that makes it Bogal's turn. And Bogal, as you are up top, you're not like down in that hole with everybody else. Like you were getting Gulliver's traveled by all these weird small beings and you just defeated a bronze star. <laughs> and around you is a whole legion of all sorts of weird creatures and monsters. And... As soon as the, like, a second ago, the ground started rumbling, um, you don't know why, like, and it's emanating from the hole that your friends are down in. As soon as that happened, all the other creatures on this battlefield 
collapsed and went limp. Oh, shit. Huh. I guess Bogal's going to pick up one of those laser swords. That's his first priority. Cool. Yes. So he's got a sword in each hand now. One laser sword and one big sword. I love it. And I guess he's going to look around and be like, I guess I'm, guess it's time to head down that hole. <laughs> he's kind of leisurely walks towards the hole, you know? He's not sure. Everything else is gone. Okay, so as you as you get closer to the hole, you see emanating from the root structure, the, the, the surrounding area, both in the ground and like even in the air around you and in the sky, from what you can see, kind of starts to stretch and pull apart a little bit. And as that happens, like everything starts rumbling more violently. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess, I mean, the stretching kind of weirds spoke all out a bit, but can he fit in that hole? You can fit like your leg down there. I'm real big. Or your hand, if you want, if you feel like having your hand down there would help out. I guess I'll just, I'll just kind of like stick my head up to the hole. And, and you see near the hole, a Biscuits who's proportionally the right size of a dog for you right now. Uh, okay, Biscuits. I pet Biscuits. Yeah, so you can just do um, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I call down to, to Craig and Don. Craig, Don. I'd suggest giving Biscuits like a CBD treat or something though, because she's not responding well to the earthquake. I bet, yeah. She's or like reality tearing. She's a little freaked out right now. It's okay, Biscuits. <laughs> yeah, so Bogal uses his turn to calm biscuits down. <laughs> so Bogal, while you're petting biscuits, you also recall that your power gauge is fully oh, metered. Yeah. So your pets are like super good for this dog right now. I feel every every little bit <laughs> of that fur. Oh, I'm so happy. You see biscuits really like biscuits was really freaking out mm-hmm. from this earthquake, but you with your amazing powers like totally amplifies this pet and it's it's out of this world and you manage to calm the dog down but you notice as like the power grows inside you with this power gauge being fully maxed out all your movements slow down whoa as your power gauge has unlocked the powers of a sloth (laughs) hell yeah i'm real sleepy (laughs) <laughs> you're real sleepy and real slow i'll be on my way guys <laughs> what the hell's going on up there do you want us to come up to you mm. <laughs> well and so don it is your turn and it is getting pretty hairy down there because the earthquake uh is increasing in magnitude pretty rapidly so huge rocks and chunks of dirt and like broken pieces of root and stuff are falling all over you guys right now. So I'm actually going to have you guys roll a dex check. All right. Uh, to see if you don't get hit by any of this shit. To see if I can finally hit you guys at least once in this fucking <laughs> boss fight. Uh, 19. <laughs> 16. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Just lean into it, please. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you guys are managing to pretty easily avoid the falling dirt and rocks, but you, you get the feeling that you should probably not linger in this hole much longer as it is getting worse. Harlan, Lorelei, activate Project Escape Hole. <laughs> or Project Escape the Hole. <laughs> the, pro- the project we discussed. We're escaping the hole. And I just start running away from chaos and crag. <laughs> Mostly crag. Towards my night. Uh, yeah, they wordlessly pull off the maneuver you guys had planned, which is to climb which out of the hole. Is mostly climbing away. <laughs> and uh, Bogal, you're not blocking that hole, are you? No, I'm up at the top though. There's a big Bogal face. I um, emerge from it. 
Bogal, you do not want to go down there. <laughs> Don't tell me what I want. And Don, <laughs> as you're climbing up this hole, you realize that you're able to climb even faster because you have more <laughs> arms that are helping you climb. You've grown extra gross <laughs> limbs. You've grown like ethereal tentacles. And as we all know, yeah. tentacles are really good for climbing. <laughs> and for radio communication. And for radio communication. <laughs> so as you fight, you can tune in whatever music you yeah. want. Is basically how this ability works. No. <laughs> you can pick up NPR. So yeah, you're able to, to scramble up this hole very quickly because you have like all these tentacles now. Hmm. Bokal, do you see my tentacles? Yeah, they're gross. <laughs> mm. <laughs> do you see my knights? <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. That's my turn, I guess. Don, when you pull yourself up out of this hole, you also see the same thing that Bogal saw, where even the stars in the sky seem to be pulling apart from each other. And the Earth is kind of bisecting our, uh, in two sides coming from that hole. But it's not, like it's, it's, it's not like it's tearing quite yet. It's just, it seems like more Earth is coming out of it. I don't, I can't even process it. I'm just a three-dimensional creature. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth-dimensional landscape uh. is changing here. <laughs> and okay uh so that makes it jet's turn all right and i'm and for your turn i'm just gonna allow you to control um grimbo as well grimbo to me <laughs> i yell in a voice that isn't crag's voice who's calling grimbo uh crag crag's calling you oh crag well why did you say so i need a, I need a ride uh, with pleasure crag I'll, I'll let you ride me as long as you want <laughs> And can you, uh, you know, cut down on the innuendos? Uh, these aren't innuendos, Craig. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, let's, let's get out of here. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so Grimble comes down and gathers you up from the bottom of the hole, mm-hmm. and then you guys jump out of the hole together. What's my, uh, meter do? Well, Craig, as you're the only one who investigated your abilities, you know for a fact that your power meter filling up means that you unlock... Your special druid emu based powers. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming. I... Which gives you hollow bones. Uh, the ability um, to kick really hard. Real long legs. Wings that don't allow you to fly. And people can ride you. Your neck gets super stretchy. <laughs> yeah. You have a very long, weird neck now. I don't know. I really struggled to think about an emu. Like, what a good, viable emu based power set would be. I mean, they run real fast. <laughs> Craig can now run real fast. <laughs> fast as an emu. Run real fast, kick real hard. And he's got tiny little wings on his back. You have tiny little wings that do not allow you to fly. Um, and you get your spell slots back. Because as we all know, emus have more spell slots. Yeah. Do I get my spell slots from emus? Yes, that's exactly where you get your spell slots. I mean, that'll work. Get some spell slots back and I can kick real hard. Yeah. Yeah, no one ever said kicking real hard. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sure. I mean, since you since you're a fucking emu and no one wants to be an emu, you can kick real hard. Uh, yeah, you can kick hard. I mean, the guy. So, but basically, he transformed into an emu and was trapped as an emu. That's the plot we're going with. Yeah. yeah. Um. Maybe I can just transform into an emu. <laughs> <laughs> At will, like, transform back and forth between emu form. And be just as battle practical as an emu. (laughs) With great speed and powerful kicks and wings that don't allow you to fly. But at least give you a bit of a glide. (laughs) If you you jump from a high enough point, 
You can get a bit of I a I mean, climb. I'm still not sure what sloth powers will give Bogal, aside from being a bit slower and sleepy. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. But you, you've, like, come to the top of the hole, too? Yeah. Okay, cool. And pretty much the moment you exit the hole, the hole behind you bursts outward and rains dirt and debris all over you guys. Zazzle, no! And... <laughs> uh, Zazzle, Zazzle didn't go in the hole. I thought he was in the hole with us. No, he got to like the top of the hole, mm. but then you guys turned, told him to turn into a basketball. <laughs> and that's what he did. So he's actually on biscuits. He's been avoiding Bogal's hand while biscuits, while he's been petting biscuits this whole time. So after the explosion of dirt from the hole settles, you see Chaos pull himself up from out of the hole, and Chaos says, "I've entertained your silly antics long enough. It's time to end this for good." And he lashes out at you, Bogal, first with immense speed because he knows the, who the real threat is. <laughs> That's smart. And as you have sloth-like speed, you take this. You have disadvantage, or they have advantage against your attacks. Oh, okay. But you also, they also have disadvantage because you have sloth-like uh, armor, which makes you incredibly powerful. So it all balances out. But I got that under under bone under skin bone armor. He rolled a nat twenty anyway. Um, Damn. Yeah, Bogal. <laughs> we'll see if Bogal can bleed. You take two hundred and forty damage. Bogal says, ow. And when he attacks, it looks to you like he's in multiple places at once. Like when he first takes his first step for towards you, it almost seems like he disappears. He's moving so quickly. But you can, like, you see him off in the distance really large. You see him, like, up close, really small, and kind of all around you as he moves. Damn. Wow, that's not good. Huh. I imagine our non buff knights are pretty <laughs> terrified of this one. <laughs> Harlan shits his pants. Our two regular knights. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just like shocked. I've never seen like Bogal injured this much. Yeah, he 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 lashes at you pretty fucking hard, and it cuts right through the Pfeiffer Strider armor. Bogal, let me explain the role of the tank to you. <laughs> that was a nat twenty. Come on, <laughs> and that makes it Zazzle's turn. And Zazzle can fly, so that's like that's his power gauge. Like, which Zazzle's like, holy shit, guys, check this out. I know I've been a bird this whole time, but I can finally actually fly, man. These wings actually do something. <laughs> Zazzle got a cool ability. Yeah, Zazzle's abilities give him all sorts of bird-based abilities, but since he's already a bird, most of them are useless, except flight. <laughs> I can also talk like a bird. Squawk! <laughs> I can now mock Crag in bird. Do it. Squawk! And a bunch of birds flying by laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad nature's not too disrupted out here. <laughs> they're like they're like other dimensional birds who are flying through the rift. Just passing through. <laughs> Heading south. <laughs> um, so it, it's, it is Azul's turn. So what do you want to do with this basketball-sized bird creature? I want him to fly <laughs> to my hand. <laughs> All right, Zazzle flies to your hand. He's like, man, I don't know why I'm doing any of this stuff. It does not make a lot of sense to me, but... <laughs> you know, you just gotta roll with your gut feelings sometimes. Uh, yeah, that's that's what we're calling it, gut feeling. So so that's all you want Zazzle to do is fly to you? And an enlarge reduce me. Good God, how many more spell slots does he have? <laughs> how many enlarge reduces can one man do? Uh, so he can't do... 
the Goldar one, because I was a level 4 spell slot. I don't need to be Goldar big. I just need to be Monstar big. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good line, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's going to make you... I guess it'll be as big as Bogal... Not quite, because Bogal's already bigger than you, so close to Bogal's size. All right. <laughs> so you are now a big, big boy. And he can he can twin spell that too if you need anyone else to be uh, big or whatever. Crimbo. Crimbo. <laughs> oh gosh. I'm gonna be the tiniest person yeah. on this field. Grim as soon as Zazzle makes Crag big, he's like, Crag, you're so big and strong. What are you gonna do to me, Crag? <laughs> uh, and then Zazzle makes Grimbo big too. Ah mm, Okay. Yep. So I was like, hey man, I don't know who this weird demon cape guy is, but I kind of, I like his style. Uh, he seems kind of weird though. <laughs> What's Craig going to do? Oh, it's, it's Bogal's turn now. What does Bogal do? I guess Bogal strikes back at chaos. Cool. With power swords. Yeah, with, with, with dual laser sword and regular sword. Awesome. Yeah, so roll your, you only get one attack because you're so slow as a sloth, but you have advantage on it and you notice as you attack that it's like insanely powerful way more powerful than any attack you've ever done like you're slower but you have immense strength pretty much like double your strength right now and that's where you are with your sloth powers 24 to hit yeah so that's probably even like a 30 to hit or something okay yes 30 to hit cool so can you describe your your attack I think he's kind of like he's he you know he kind of like crosses his arms across himself and then does like a cross slash with both blades. Badass. Yeah. And even though you're moving like weirdly slowly, you're such a fine-tuned combatant uh, that you're able to catch chaos like right in the midsection. And it it almost looks like you're not going to get hit chaos for a second because it looks like chaos isn't there. But the the moment your blades like meet at the point of like contact with the blow that you're delivering chaos is there and uh-huh. you deliver it into him fooled you roll your damage and then um double it double the total or double just the dice the total um bum, 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 bum. that's 16 uh so yeah which is like the like pretty much 160 damage and you lash out at him and kidding him he's he is so hard, like, uh, his, his like, body is so dense that it completely stops your blades after they hit him. But you see a shockwave from your attack go out in a mile behind him, basically, cutting through the terrain. Because of how fucking strong you are right now. Cool. Dawn, mm-hmm. it's your turn. I'm going to attack him with these tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I try and emulate uh, George and just... Fury of tentacle punches. We all know Don for his punching. We all know Don for his punching. Yeah, he's a he's a slapper. <laughs> so that will give you eight attacks total. Whoa! But they'll be like punching attacks. Is it just plus strength or something, or just simple? It, just like a regular punch. Nothing. No thrills. Uh, what would that be, Jet? If he's not proficient in it, it does one damage. Okay. Well, then it'd be one damage plus your strength. Plus your strength. Then minus one. Oh, shit. Oh, man, you've updated your character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so you need to get, like, a 16 to hit. Um, so just tell me how many hit and, like, how many nat 20s or whatever you got. Three hits. Two of them were nat 20s. Fuck. Cool. 
yeah, so do your damage, and it'll be critical blows for the two nat 20s. So it's one minus one. <laughs> <laughs> but times ten. Uh, <laughs> so you limply slap him around a bit uh like as you lash out with your tentacles he seems to be like moving so quickly it's like almost as if he's teleporting and he's aberrating across the field and you occasionally land a moist floppy wet tentacle on him <laughs> and it sloughs off dealing zero damage <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, can I use the excuse for still getting used to these new forms? <laughs> Good yeah. one, Don. Again, when I like thought about your power set, I thought about more and more in the context of you being a bard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you gotta learn for one turn. I learned not yeah. to do that. <laughs> so that makes it Crag and Grimbo's turn. Okay, I cast Fireball. <laughs> okay, so the moment the Fireball leaves your hand, it kind of starts to act a little funky it like seems to disappear for a second and then reappear somewhere else and as it uh, disappears and reappears it like it changes in size and like seemingly in potency too and chaos rolled a four on his dex check so chaos seems to be tracking the fireball's location trying to avoid where he thinks it's going to land and in the process he manages to like run directly into it at its largest size. Okay. Uh, it does 25 damage. Since it was at like such a huge size, you can actually increase the power of it. So I'm going to have you double that damage. Okay, so it does 50 damage. Which is a fuck ton of damage. And you see when Chaos takes the blow, he he like hollers out, he screeches out in pain, like, ah! And he like kind of falls to the ground and he, he grabs his head and you see the dark aura that's been surrounding him start to swirl frantically and he starts punching like himself in the face, basically. He's like, oh, come on, snap. God damn it, keep it going, keep it keep it together. And he like shakes himself off and stands back <laughs> up. And the aura seems to have calmed down again. Uh that'll be I guess I'll turn into an emu and in my face. <laughs> but yeah chaos looks around him as the like the the twin planes seem to be reaching the the limit of their stretching point and it looks like tears are starting to form around you like in the ground and it seems like when they do it's almost like you can see clear through space and chaos he, he seems to be freaking out at me he's like you guys need to stop this like we need to return to your illusions we don't have to do this no one has to die like we can save this these planes like the longer this goes on the more people will suffer and the the more lives will risk no deal <laughs> you want them to die this isn't a game show don no we just want it to end our way you can go back and change everything back I'm not going back. I can't live in chaos forever. I can't live in those fantasies that are amazing. <laughs> chaos thrusts his arms out, and it looks like a thousand arms are coming at all of you at the same time. Dodge. It looks like a thousand arms are missing all of you at the same time. <laughs> Man, the villains this <laughs> arc have not been very accurate. Uh, so that makes it Zazzle's turn. Craig, I feel so safe and cozy in your arms, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Just hang out there, uh, my emu feathers. Zazzle's digging through your pockets. 
Trying to find interesting things. <laughs> do, so, do you guys want Zazzle to do anything? You're all collectively controlling him, so you can have him cast a spell, or you can ready a basketball action. <laughs> ready a basketball yeah, action. Get, get ready to get dunked. <laughs> all right. Okay. Zazzle uses his turn mentally, preparing himself to be dunked. He's like, guys, I've got a really good feeling about like being a basketball right now. So, you guys hold off chaos, and I'm just gonna focus on this for now. He's getting his dunk prep. Yeah. I'm getting my I'm getting my dunk prepped, and he he casts uh, disguise self on himself, or what would be a good thing? How what would be the best way to disguise himself as a basketball? Um, what other like he could just turn himself into an orange, like <laughs> wait why not a basketball? <laughs> just turn himself into a basketball that works, or just like a basketball mascot that looks like a basketball because you have to be an you have to wear an outfit so Um, he's like no need to use a spell i've got a costume in the bag and he pulls out his trusty old basketball costume that he wears all the time that you guys find hilarious (laughs) and puts it on all right nice Now's as good a time as any. <laughs> awesome. So Bogal, it is your turn. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and cut him down and knock him over with my laser sword. <laughs> I'm gonna hack at his legs. Okay, cool. So you're gonna try to like cut him down and then pin him down in the same motion, basically, like pin him to the ground with yeah, the sword. Yeah, my my goal is to kind of like cut cut his leg out from under him and you know knock over onto him. The the thirteen. But plus six. It's like plus twelve because um, your strength okay. is doubled right well, now. Well, okay, so that's that's a twenty then. Um, so I imagine you've been spending like pretty much the whole last turn winding up the same attack because you're so yeah. sloth slow. Um, but now that it's your turn, you manage to finally deliver the blow. It's pretty much what Bogal does during other people's turns anyway. Is he's just thinking about how he's going to attack next. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's like the whole the whole last turn has just been you swinging, <laughs> and now it's just finally hitting. <laughs> big long swing and it seems so easy to avoid but chaos somehow falls for it every time <laughs> he like tries to dance out of the way uh didn't expect me to be where i was going did you <laughs> okay so you you catch him uh right in the legs and it knocks him down and like cuts a mountain in the distance in half and when you're when you strike you strike through one of the tears in like the plains and your sword appears like through one of the other tears in the sky oh shit we're dealing with portals <laughs> as you strike out also it almost looks like there are more bogals in different places on the battlefield striking out in different ways at different oh, people man. that you can see that's exactly what we need is just an army of giant bogals but yeah, they're not as clearly formed as you. Like they're translucent, you can see through them. Peering into alternate realities. But still, when you look around, you can see like, like it's really weird. You can see copies of yourselves on the battlefield in different places as reality starts to, to tear. Yeah, but you you like roll for damage and see how much damage you do to this bad boy. Twenty. Did you double it? Yeah, that's it. Doubled. It was ten. Yeah, so you did, you deliver a pretty devastating, 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 devastating blow. Devastating. <laughs> Uh, you leave it. You deliver a Devon blow, and he's knocked down. Boom! Now, Don, the butt, the butt, Don, <laughs> up the butt, Don. My tentacles are ready. You see a force ghost of Gerald appear, and he's like, Don, the butt. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There's no force ghost. <laughs> I think I think I've learned the trick to these arms, guys. 
It's they're not for fighting. They're for loving. <laughs> <laughs> and I hug chaos. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm gonna do an arcana check on myself. So you feel that with these tentacles branching out from you, that you they can amplify your bardic powers, and if you think like if you focus hard enough, you can summon like ethereal instruments that each tentacle can play. So you can sort of be your own, like you can be conducting your own orchestra, which will drastically increase the power of your um, abilities. So learning more about myself and that I'm not a fighter, I start to summon some backup instruments, drum set on one arm, trumpet on the other, a string quartet. Uh, So that's four of them? Yeah. And then... (laughs) Just a, uh, all the instruments, a kazoo, and they uh, start playing Space Jam. And you fit you fit three saxophones in your mouth. <laughs> As uh. I was practicing, and they play the the orchestra version of Space Jam. Okay, and so it's just a big old performance check, mm-hmm. but. Just getting some, just getting some battle music going for these guys. <laughs> well, I'm also the reason I'm casting all this is to calm everyone's emotions by hyping them up. Everyone's emotions. Uh, no, just chaos. Oh, okay. Calm down, chaos. I'm not here to hurt you. <laughs> if I know one song that will calm my emotions, it's Space Jam. <laughs> the orchestral rendition of Space Jam, or the dubstep version. yeah do a charisma saving throw but i'm not the old don you knew you gotta be a 14 holy shit (laughs) good god yeah if you were the old don you'd be boned (laughs) uh yeah no he does not succeed awesome so his emotions are calmed what does that mean exactly calm yourself chaos he's like I was getting really panicky there. It would it would have made it difficult to kill you, but now that I'm calm, <laughs> I can really focus on killing yeah, you. That's kind of upset about the universe splitting. Cool as a cucumber over here, guys. You can make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice that is hostile towards. This indifference ends if the target is attacked or harmed by a spell, or if it witnesses any of its friends being harmed. When the spell ends, the creature becomes hostile again. So you're just indifferent. You don't care. Well. So yeah, he's currently lying down, and then suddenly he realizes, like, I don't care about all this shit. (laughs) What does it matter to me? I'm chaos. Maybe the ground's not so bad. If everything is torn apart and everyone dies, what does it matter to me? All good questions. And after you cast that spell, you see, like, the uh, the aura of corruption around him start to, like, swarm again. Don't worry about that. Just calm yourself. This is is totally normal. (laughs) Just let that corruption... You, that stuff's been weighing you down. Just let it go. All right, Craig, it's your turn. I'm going to do an arcana check to see how to figure this out. Yeah. So you can tell that the aura spinning around him is like a really concentrated, dense like field of that corruption that you've been removing from like people on the battlefield. And that originally plunged you into your illusion. And so you get the feeling that if you get close and, like, use your artifact powers, you can help cleanse that corruption from chaos, which will 
maybe take down that shield. Yes, I grab at the ley line as an ostrich next to it. <laughs> okay, with your beak. My <laughs> yeah. strange ostrich beak. And now it's Corruption's turn, and he's kind of pacified, so he's not. he doesn't seem really interested. But the, the feel around him, like seems to be like trying to wake him out of it. it it seems to be causing him harm to try to snap him out of like this pacified state but he'll basically spend this his turn pacified right now uh which makes it zazzle's turn zazzle cleanse that corruption guys i'm, I'm really kind of trying to focus on my whole being a basketball thing right now <laughs> good point but if you need me to actually do something useful <laughs> i don't see why i can't do both yeah it'll be good practice Zazzle's going to flutter down and, like, kind of guard into the galaxy, the Infinity Stone, help you with the, the sucking out the power. Because you feel while you're doing it, Crag, mm-hmm. that it's it's pretty overwhelming. As you're trying to pull the corruption out of chaos, it's trying to put corruption back into you. Um, but as soon as Zazzle shows up to help, you feel like you're, you're able to, like, stand your ground a little more, but it's still not enough. I think, I mean, at this point... Yeah, Bogal's probably going to try and help out and grab one of those ley lines or evil line. I guess I guess Craig is pretty much the same size, so I don't have to like kneel down to be on equal footing with him. No, yeah. but but he is the he is an emu. He's yeah, a, he's a I giant emu. emu. <laughs> oh man, I I thought he was just a normal sized emu, and now I just realized he's massive. He's a ma- if you want to ride that emu. Oh man. While you do it, you might have a better angle on the ley line if you're on top of that emu. Yeah. And it would be pretty poetic if you if you end the show <laughs> on top of Crag. Get on top of Crag. No, I don't think, particularly in a full suit of armor, I don't know if Bogal's in mounting uh, mounting <laughs> position, you know. So he's just going to stand uh-huh. next to this strange ostrich and try to help it out. Cool. As soon as you grab the, the ley line, you feel the corruption start to go into you as well. And, Don, you see all of them, like, the the color is slowly draining out of them as they are still struggling knights it's time <laughs> god <laughs> dawn you call up for the knights and you look over and then you see a terror reality open up right in the middle of both of them and they're cut in half and they die. no not my knights <laughs> i'll never forgive chaos i go towards the ley lines too I'll never forget them. What were their names, Don? Harlan, the recently deceased, and Lorelei. <laughs> Harlan, the bisected. <laughs> All right. Uh, I head towards the ley lines, too. I said, Chaos, I'll never forgive you for killing my knights and my friends right now. Okay, cool. So how do you, how do you grab onto it? How do you help With it out? All eight tentacles. So all eight of your tentacles wrap around this thick, full ley line. And- and I tug. And at that point, you all feel like a tug of war for power. Oh, with the corruption. There's a gorilla on the other side. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Casting to slow. It, Been here before. And it brings you back to the training you've had for this very yeah. moment. Where you tug of war, where they were trying to prepare you for the battle against mm-hmm. chaos. for The great tug of war fight. Yes. And all the while, while this is happening, while you guys are struggling for control over chaos... All around you, more tears and reality are opening up, and huge chunks of Earth are soaring into the sky and like flying out into space. And everything is like spiraling around you guys as the the two planes seem to tear further and further apart. So we're gonna have you guys all roll like Constitution checks. Yeah. Right now. Okay. But as you are using teamwork, I'm gonna give you advantage. Teamwork. <laughs> I got a fifteen. 
I'm glad we had advantage, or else I would have rolled a one. Yeah, I had a oh, three. Oh, shit. <laughs> for my first clap. That's a 14. Yeah, we'll just say 15. I can't find it. Hey, if you're making up a number, might as well make a higher one. <laughs> 20. I got the best constitution. No, that's what I rolled. I just can't find the modifier. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you feel like you guys are getting the better of chaos in this struggle, but at the same time, you also get the sensation that, like, all of your uh, artifact energy is being sucked out in the process. Bogal, your sword, and Dawn, your saxophone, Crag, your shovel, and Zazzle's hat all seem to start, like, cracking as the artifact energy is being consumed. I should use my backup saxophone. This one had a charm <laughs> enhancement on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. And just as you are about to lose the last of your artifact and energy, like, the field of corruption is removed from chaos. And... Chaos's color starts to like bloom back in him, and he is he is like a, a a deep dark red, and he seems kind of out of it, and he says like I just I just wanted to know something other than chaos, pain, and Craig, it's your turn. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> I turn back into my normal form. I grab Zazzle. I hey man, what's going on? <laughs> I uh, use my necro legs to jump 30 feet in the air and slam dunk him uh, maybe falling with greed flame just for the effect <laughs> just to really send the message home uh, the, I slam dunk Zazzle with the seed into his chest <laughs> so as soon as Crag lets go Chaos takes this opportunity to try to like pull himself away and he starts, like, trying to pull himself up to get away, but Zag flies down onto him like a... Who's Zag? Zag? I don't know who Zag is. That's Crag and Zazzle. <laughs> I just subconsciously combined you guys in my head. We know what the, the ship of Crag and Zazzle is. Crag flies down like a meteor directly in the chaos and slam dunks Zazzle, who... Isn't fucking happy. <laughs> like it's being crushed in the chaos's core. Like, what the fuck, man? Being stuffed into a dead body's hole. Yeah, he smushes Zazzle into this corpse like c- cavity. With the seed. Shatter the backboard. And uh, yeah, the seed goes in the chaos. And immediately, roots and leaves start to sprout from chaos. And the earth. As soon as this happens, as soon as the seed is placed in the chaos's core, the planes start to like resuture back together, and everything begins vibrating, and all of the earth around you guys starts spiraling around the location of this tree until chaos is fully covered in earth, and a single sapling is sticking up out of there. And then everything resettles. I like the tree planted over here better anyway. <laughs> and Grimbo walks up to you, Crag. Time to pay And puts his, puts his hand <laughs> on your shoulder. And is like, Crag, I think we both know what this means. Uh, what does it mean? And you hear, <laughs> as Grimbo removes himself from... Greg. <laughs> and Greg's lifeless body f- 
falls to the ground and it looks like where Grimbo where uh, where Dimbo was on him, the skin and flesh has been removed uh, and Dimbo goes over you and becomes your your cape. Um <laughs> And as soon as that happens, all the dirt and blood and viscera from the innocent people you've slain in this battle is cleansed from your body. Wait. In a sparkling shimmer. Is it the cloak of Clorox? Yeah. But a weird version. <laughs> One given sentence. This can clean up any mess, Craig. No matter how dirty. Craig. <laughs> and finally, inside of your head, you hear, I'm looking forward to all the messes we'll make together, Craig. <laughs> oh, God. And you feel your cape hug you tightly and in inappropriate places. Mm. This is unpleasant. <laughs> that's that's a great cape you got there, Craig. Uh, yep. How do I remove curses? <laughs> uh. I think you'll find that you like being with me, Craig. Uh. <laughs> and all around you, all the people who were unconscious after uh, chaos and the corruption left them start to wake up. And we're going to pull the camera out and end on a shot of all these people complaining about how they wish they could be back in their perfect <laughs> paradise. As the, uh, as the camera pulls out, is like Bogal waving towards him. Bogal waves. <laughs> Bogal's waving at all these new people who show the up. Bad guys. All these new bad guys <laughs> to kill. <laughs> like there are some bad guys around you, but for the most part, they're like just civilians and decent people. But there's also a lot of screaming, as a lot of them have been injured. Uh, <laughs> Mostly by us. <laughs> very badly. And they wake up from their perfect illusion to missing a limb or something. And that is the end to season one of the battle. Can't buddies. win them all. Battle buddy season one. Can't win them all. What can you say? And thus concludes season one of the Battle Buddies. Woo! We did it. You did it. You made it. You made it through the single greatest season one of a D&D podcast called the Battle Buddies of all time. Thank, congratulations to you, to us, to everyone. Applaud, standing ovation all around. Wonderful job. I'm really excited. We made it. We did it. And... We've got a lot more in store. Like, don't mean just because season one's ending that the battle buddies are going away. No, 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 no. We'll be back with all sorts of new, exciting adventures and characters and stories and bastardization of the Dungeons & Dragons rule set. Um, thank you so much for listening and joining us on this amazing adventure. We really appreciate it. And thank you, Caitlin Conroy, for making the theme song to the Battle Buddies. We appreciate that as well. Yeah, so from this point, the next episode, we're going to do kind of a post-mortem of Season 1 of the Battle Buddies. We're going to talk about what we did, how we did it, where things went right, where things went wrong, and what we plan on changing moving forward into Season 2. Uh, so look forward to that, or if you're not interested, just wait to the next episode after that, which will be the first real true episode of season two of the Battle Buddies, uh, with your favorite Dungeon Master, Jet. 
uh, in the meantime, until those episodes are out, go ahead and go to our website, radbotproductions.com, where you can take a gander at the other projects we're working on and look at some of the art that we make for the show. You can see your boy Chaos, you can see Grimbo, you can see all the boys, all the buddies in, in full, beautiful Technicolor. And if, if that just isn't enough Battle Buddies for you, hit us up on our Facebook or Instagram or wherever else it is that you can find us on the interwebs. Maybe leave us a like, a comment, or subscribe to something. I don't know what all's out there, but find us, like it, whatever. And make sure to join us for the next episode, which will be out February 20th. See you then. Yeah.